Hey friends, welcome back to the very last episode of Wilma the Wonder Hand 2021. I know, it's just mind-blowing how fast this year flew by. Today's episode features a Wilma favorite, Ray of COVID Collectors. We are looking back at this year, things that we loved, things that we uh, would have done differently, and our hopes and dreams for the future. So y'all help me welcome Ray of COVID Cluckers. Hi, Ray. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing fabulous. I am so excited to see your face. Uh, your glasses are so cute. Mine okay. are just old lady glasses, uh, but yours are always styling. I'm not sure where you get them, like if that's local or online. Hey, y'all. I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen. Are you a chicken mouth loving mama or daddy? Together we'll dive into the latest poultry keeping adventures, chat about everyday life, with a generous mix of some hilarious stories. Bringing you fascinating interviews with poultry owners from all over. You'll find tips and basic advice from your local veterinarian, along with new chicken keeping gadgets and reviews. I'm going to see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma has to say about that. We're going to encourage and help you build a stronger, healthier flock. Let's go see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma is up to. Let's go let these heifers out. I get them online and this is less than 20 bucks. What? Yeah. I had that LASIK stuff done. Yeah. And it's so funny because I spent all this money on like my eyeballs for not having glasses and the pandemic happened and these are blue light glasses. Oh, oh, I love that. Yeah. My daughter has some, uh, the blue reflector glasses and they're actually pretty chic and cool, but they don't help old people eyes. But anyways, that's not the point of all this. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. Uh, this is the last episode of 2021. Honor us with her presence and her thoughts on things that um, she loved this past year, things that she may have uh, made a mistake and maybe she wants to share with us to help, you know, learn and teach us something new because she is a teacher and that is what she does. And any thoughts that you have for the future. So I'm going to turn this over to Ray. And just kind of see what uh, things uh, she could reflect on this year. Um, well, they all have respiratory infections this time of year. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> so that's been quite the hassle. They came straight off their molt. And by the way, I didn't know that molting like took like four or five months. Like I thought it was like, you know, a couple weeks and they were done. No, they're still molting. So that's been quite a process. Yeah, Mr. Jangles, last year, it took six months to grow all of his long tail feathers back. But he has such beautiful feathers. I think it really just depends on the breed of the chicken, the type of feathering they have, maybe all kinds of things. But so how did you realize that they had a respiratory infection? Um, well, we got a really weird egg. It looked like a lash egg. And I did get it confirmed that it was. And so it was like the beginnings of like a pretty bad infection. And I was lucky because the vet who has seen my chickens before was like, I don't need to see them again. I'm just going to write you a prescription for all these drugs. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So that was, that was fantastic. And she like, she gave me a specific drug for the chicken. It was pom-pom. 
Um, so she gave me a specific antibiotic for pom-pom, which she refused to take. And it was very difficult to dose her. And then um, there was also an overall antibiotic that we put in water, which made it a lot easier. That was for everyone because they've all been sneezing and just they're yeah. uncomfortable. And like today it's in the thirties and yesterday it was 60 degrees. Yeah, that's crazy. Today it's uh, 68, I think. And tomorrow night is supposed to be 21. So yeah. Uh, and I mean, like our friends overseas, like to give you an idea, it's like going from like being in like the twenties and jumping down to like two degrees. So, I mean, cause I know that Celsius thing, people get confused with our weather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. They're like, Oh, 27. That's nothing. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's Fahrenheit. That's not Celsius. So, They're like, yeah. it's still so hot. How, yeah. How I'm like, yeah. no, man, it's cold. <laughs> Yes, it, it, it is challenging. <laughs> well, it's challenging for some of us anyways, but. Yeah, I hate doing the math on it all the time, but I'm getting better with it. Getting a little quicker. So you ended up putting them on an antibiotic. Did you think about giving injections to pom-pom or was that not an option or? So um, I have a phobia of needles. and oh, okay. That's um, fine. Been, I mean, like we're giving Bridgie an IV every day and um, I I pass out. Sometimes, Aww. but like I've been lucky that it's gotten a little better with her. Maybe it's just because it's you know my puppy dog and I love her so much. But yeah. needles, I'll pass out or I'll scream bloody murder. Like I always warn the nurses because like I don't want them to think like I'm crazy. It's just like I'm terrified of them and I will scream and I don't want to scare other people in the hospital <laughs> or any place else. So that way they know. But um, yeah, injections. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that unless I absolutely have to. So that's okay. You don't have to. I just thought, you know, because that is an option. So I just wanted to make sure there if there wasn't like some other reason, but that reason is perfectly legit. So yeah, I know it, but you know, like shoving the pill down her throat, that works too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It was, it was not fun. <laughs> and how long do they have to be on? Are they still on it? Uh, no, they're off. Um, we just finally, they said to have a 14 day egg withdrawal. And so I did longer because it was in the water and no matter how much I'd like scrub the bucket that their water's in, I was like, yeah, let's just give it a little extra time. So, and they weren't really laying anyway. They just came back online with laying. So what else have you been up to Ray? Um, we're getting ready to put in like a six foot tall fence oh. around our, our um, yard. And once we do that, we're going to improve our run. Like as we've like just been going through like this entire like journey we love our run. It's fantastic. It's around a um, a magnolia tree. So mm -hmm. it like provides a lot of shade, a lot of shelter. And like, it's interesting because there's all these bugs and stuff on it. We do have an issue sometimes with the birds, but they actually stay away. They, they seem to know that like, if they go in there, it's danger for them. So um, it's not, it doesn't have a roof over it. So it's been uh, kind of like, yeah. not the best. We have like cute little umbrellas and it looks like a beach theme, but we're going to put a roof on. And also like, as I'm getting older, I'm like, I really don't like crawling into my coop. Like my coop is about the size of a twin size bed. And it's like maybe like two or three feet off the ground and I can get in there and do stuff. But like, I'm thinking about like, this is like the long term, So I want to have something that I yeah. can like, go into and just like, you know, sweep up and just be done with it. But it works right now and it's adorable, but you know, the bearded claw and I, we're going to just, you know, redo some things and make it nice and, make it the way we want it and make sure that it's going to last a long time. And it's not like an eyesore. I mean, not that we care, but you know. <laughs> right. I think the functional part of it is probably the most, well, I mean, I'm not saying aesthetically, that's also, you know, I, you want something that 
It looks nice. I mean, I, I'm not saying that it has to look nice to, you know, house your chickens as long as it's clean and stuff. But, uh, yeah, definitely getting in there is such a blessing to get in there and to clean it like that. And I mean, like I'm small right now, like I'm, I'm a little bit over five feet tall and like I'm real petite. Like I can actually crawl in like the side door and get yeah. in there and clean stuff, but like that's not gonna last forever. There's just no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. It is. It's pretty funny. Like the girls are like, "What are you doing in here? What is going on?" And then you don't belong like, in here. <laughs> well, they all just want to snuggle at that point. Like they're all like brushing me and like it's it, it, it's amusing. I'll have to video it sometime for for you. <laughs> is there any kind of products that you use this year that you really? Uh, you don't have to name who it is or whatever, but just the the uh, idea of it or something you found to be uh, for other chicken keepers that, you know, something that's been very convenient for you or, you know, any of those things. Um, I will say, hold on just one second. I got to pick up Bridgie because she's. Yes. You pick up Bridgie. Ah, uh, there's Bridgie. Yeah, she is. There she is. Hi, girl. Yeah. Um, I did get some grublies. I got the love tub because it was on sale and I used, I used your little code. Yeah. Just getting those, like the black soldier fly larva, that seems so much nicer than the mealworms. Yeah. Like, even the smell and everything about them. Like the girls really like them. There's definitely a huge difference even in size. So. Well, it's like you, you break them open and like there's stuff on the inside and you're like, Oh, what it like? I didn't know they had guts. Yeah, they dry the whole thing. It's really Grubbly Farms is Grubblies is probably the best. And then um, I do want to try the coffee grounds for the bedding. Have you seen that? I have. I have not tried it yet. I have a lot of when I look to changing bedding, I have to think because I've got seven coops and an aviary. So, but if you try it and you like it, I like you know. to. Yeah. Like, um, cause my coop, I use sand on the inside, which is great. It's fantastic. It's just dusty. And like, I was like, well, maybe if we tried the coffee stuff, maybe it would smell nicer and you know. Yeah. Like, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I don't, I don't know anyone personally, like in real life that has used it, but I'd be willing to kind of listen to their opinion on it. Yeah. Like I'd like to know more about it. So yeah. So hit us up if y'all have used the coffee bedding or if you produce coffee bedding, you know, Ray would be open to using it and trying it and giving her honest opinion on that. And I, I, I'm, I'm very fair about things. So. Yes. yes, she is. <laughs> she is very fair. That is the only reason why she is friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise she would have tossed me long ago. Oh, no. no, no, we have too much fun. <laughs> Have you come across any accounts online that you think that you uh, could share with us that maybe have been influential to you in a positive way? Oh, well, yeah. Um, I don't remember her name. I'd have to go and grab my phone. But um, she is a vet here in Maryland. And oh, I was yes. Send her your way because, like, she's actually on Instagram. And I think I follow her. It's like Rebecca the Chicken Yeah, like Yep, that. I do but follow her. She literally, her practice is right down the road from where I used to live. I was actually going to send her a message. I think she is a vet on another show. Maybe, I don't know if there's like a, I don't know if she's exclusive or not, but we would love to uh, speak to her. So, 
I doubt she is. And I'm sure she would love to talk about it. Cause like, she's just, when I talk to her, she's just so passionate about it. And it's just so nice to know that like, even though like it's an hour away from where I live, I could still go there if I need to. Bridgie, stop sniffing the microphone. <laughs> Aw, baby. She's trying to talk. <laughs> She's mostly hungry. Aw, me too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All these uh, extra Christmas stuff. I woke up this morning and I was like, going to have a healthy breakfast this morning. Not going to have, you know, leftover cookies. <laughs> so now I'm wishing I had leftover cookies. <laughs> I've given up. <laughs> she's given up weeks, it's fine it's fine because like my students bring me stuff so it's like eh. that's great i just know for me my stomach was just not handling it so oh yeah like eventually it's like okay if you have one more cookie you're gonna be really sick and i'm like yolo I'm just like going yeah, yeah. <laughs> throwing caution to the wind baby <laughs> my, hey it's worth it you know? it is it is i know it i did have some people asking like questions on how to grow accounts because they want to be more involved in the chicken community. Yes. You know, and like, that was kind of like a really like interesting conversation to have. Cause like, I was like, all I do is just like post nonsense, <laughs> you know, our, our dumb adventures and like, you know, Jeff making weird noises. And yeah, I mean like it, it's very interesting how people are asking those questions. Like just be authentic, I guess is what happened with me. It's just, it's just who we are. Yeah, we get asked that quite a bit. Uh, and I actually had a conversation with somebody the other day about this. And it's actually in my note. For me, I'm, me, I'm going to talk about me. So I see all these other feeds that are just magnificent. They're just beautiful photos. I mean, just uh, beautiful farmhouse pictures and beautiful eggs and, you know, all those majestic, colorful things. And I think wow, that is amazing, you know, uh, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to focus on doing this, this, and this, you know, to be better or, you know, comparing myself, my account to somebody else. And then I had to stop and think, and I really thought about it, and I'm like, uh, we are who we are, and that is exactly who we are. So, like, me changing any type of humor or me changing any type of the way I speak um, obviously, you know, you want to put your best foot forward. Basically, you get what you get. <laughs> and when you see our feed, that's that's just who I am. I decided that that's going, that was actually on my notes. I'm so glad you brought that up. It's because <laughs> for me next year, that's just my goal is just to be me, mm -hmm. you know, and that is my advice to like those individuals that you were talking to. Just be you. Uh, I know for Ray and know for me, we where we are now is just from doing that. I know there's a lot of things that people try and get you to do online to grow. And I don't think it's necessarily all about the number. I think it's about building a community mm -hmm. of people that you look up to. Because, it, you know, like Ray, I look up to her. And there's a lot of people online that I look up to and would go to, you know, with a question or something like that. A reassurance and you know Ray hears a lot of nonsense that comes out of my mouth before y'all even see it <laughs> and there's a few other people online too but like Ray said just you know just be who you are and then it's not such a chore or a disappointment um when you compare yourself to some of these other feeds and those feeds are beautiful not knocking them at all they have their place uh but we all bring something great to the table that's different. 
I don't know how they do it. Like they have like these pristine, clean everything. And I'm I like, I'm like my house, like we have toilet planners that we put our plants in. I mean, like we are that house in like our neighborhood. And it's like, we don't even hide it. Like I, I don't have a problem walking back and taking a video. Oh, well, there's a bunch of garbage sitting on the side of my house here. Yeah, whatever. And like, I've had people say, wow, we're not the only people who do that. And it's like, no, you're not. Yes. Everybody does it. And you know, like my mom grew up on a farm, on a dairy farm. And you go out there and there is stuff everywhere. Like it's never like perfect. It's never pristine. And kudos to those people who can have the beautiful white farmhouses and the beautiful like white everywhere. I, I couldn't do it. It made me crazy. But if you can do it, awesome. But like that, that's not my authentic self <laughs> at all. Yeah, we have piles of like tire old tires. Those are things that, you know, we do recycle them and use them for different things and stuff. But we have piles of wood, like different wood scraps. He owns his own remodeling company. So he brings home lots of scrap stuff. And that, and that's a lot of my coops were made from that. Be yourself. Just be who you are. That is great advice. Absolutely. And get to know people. Like that's like the fun thing. That's like the whole point of it is like if you start going out there and start commenting on people's things and start a dialogue with people, like a genuine one, because like you see so many of those like influencers like I mean like we all see the big influencers and they're not really like interacting with people and you're like why do I even bother following this person like I want a genuine interaction with somebody yes yeah exactly someone had mentioned the other day that you know they had felt like I comment you know like when they comment they it made them feel good that I commented back I was honored. I say I'm honored. If you comment on any of my stuff, it's an honor to me that you took the time out of your day to stop and leave a comment. Mm-hmm. Now, I will tell you that sometimes it is a little overwhelming because the messages and and uh, and to treat those people that are leaving comments on your videos and photos and messages. Make sure you don't get a big head is what I'm trying to say very with class, don't be a jerk. Don't be a jack. If someone mm-hmm. comments on your stuff, be uh, open to comment back. And if you get negativity on your uh, page too, we get a lot of negativity. But And people are like, why don't you just delete it? Sometimes I do delete it, but I want it to be a learning experience. You know, maybe this person was uneducated on something. Anyway, yes. yes. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast we could talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> growing your uh, Instagram page or whatever social media page that you choose to uh, dedicate. Alyssa would be a good person. Yeah. Farside Farm. But there are ways that you can grow your account uh, organically. It does take work and dedications. Especially across all the pro- platforms, you know. And there's a lot of people. Well, I'm not going to say a lot of people, but there are people out there that try and take advantage of people as well. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. you got to be careful with your account and uh, know that you do have value. Or is that there's a chicken in my? <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> it's little Gary and his gang of hoodlums trying to come in the she shed. Oh Jesus! <laughs> okay, do you have anything in the future that you'd like to just talk about? What kind of dreams you got over at the Clucker Clan? Any big um, vision? So when we get our big fence, we are going to take the back half of our garden and we're going to turn it into like an actual like garden garden. Yeah. I'm going to need advice on that because like plants are, they come to my house to die. It's like, there is no hope. They come in. It's so fun. It's so fun. It's my favorite time of the year. I just placed another order to Baker Creek's seeds, the heirloom company. 
It's a seed company and for my upcoming spring garden. You got to get in there early because that crab goes fast. Yeah. Get, like Johnny I, Seeds. Yeah. I tried doing like all that last year and I was like, I was like just that much too late. But like, I had just gone back to like work in person. So it was like just bizarre, like just trying to get everything like done at that point. But that's our plan. We want to have a little bit more sustainability because like, I don't know about you, but like, there's a lot of stuff like not on the shelves anymore. Like, and it's scary. I just went to the store today, so bare, and I was actually talking to an elderly gentleman. He just looked at me. He's like, I can't get such and such. He was looking for something for his wife, and they're they're an elderly couple. So, and I just thought, oh my goodness, what will happen to these people? You know, physically have the ability to seek out more sustainable living. ways you know choices and and do those things and i think about the elderly and those that can't yeah doing the all that you can to sustain your own without having to depend on other products from other people well it was really cute because we have a really nice peach tree out front and some ladies were walking by like the tree was physically breaking we know nothing about them but it was like like breaking because there were so many peaches and these ladies came by and they were like, Oh, we'll trade you peaches for these peppers and like, Oh yeah. And like all this stuff. And I was like, yes, that's what everybody should be starting to get on. is like having like that community, like garden situation going on. Cause now they come down. Like I can't eat all the eggs that I get from the girls. Well now I can, cause they're molting and going through that nonsense. But before I couldn't. And cause we were getting like 42 eggs a week, which is not a lot. I know, but like, for the amount of chickens I have, that's a lot. So they came down and we were trading back and forth. Like just that's a lot for two people. Yeah, absolutely. It was fantastic. And like nothing was going to waste. And so it was just nice to have like that sense of community, like, Hey, we can trade this for this. And like, if something really went bad, if everything went sideways and we couldn't get something, at least we know somebody in the neighborhood has it and we could barter for it. Yeah. I I know that sounds like tinfoil hat. Like, no, I do that all the time. I mean, I bartered a, dozen eggs for a loaf of banana bread yeah and i mean like it's also just nice to be able like we're in a rare situation we know all our neighbors and we're in a city like we know most of the people up and down our street here and you know that's not as common anymore like we know the, the neighbors that we know their kids we know whose dog belongs to who like and we actually talk to each other you know they'll come by and we'll swing by and like we'll have a chat we'll hang out in backyards like things like that so i mean like I I just felt like the next step was like, okay, well, we'll get our garden going and have no problem. Like just trading with people and interacting more with our community and just getting to know more people that have these types of like resources. Cause that's always good to know just in general, but that's like the big dream is get the garden going. Uh, Jeff wants to do more pumpkins. (laughs) He loves his pumpkins. Um, We are thinking about getting a couple more chickens cause my girls are getting older. Um, and it sounds like they're ancient, but they're only like two, but they're production hens and they don't unfortunately have a long yeah. lifespan. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. Cause I mean, some people are like, yeah, my, my sex link is like six years old. And I was like, well, that is fantastic. That's great. I don't know. And the way that mine act, I, I don't know. They're very high strong. <laughs> I think, I think that's smart though. They're, you're not, I mean, you're not immediately like tossing them out. Like you mm-hmm. gotta go ladies. Uh, but looking ahead and thinking ahead, there that's I think that's wonderful though. That there's nothing wrong with that. That's a great um that's a smart way to go about it. And um of course we're gonna do the chicks. Um 
Oh, remember I sent you an article about that um, avian flu up in Canada? Yes. Like that is some scary stuff. People like, you know, I'm not asking anybody to be paranoid, but, but just be aware. Like that biosecurity is something that like, you know, you shouldn't be messing around with. And I mean, my extension office has been telling people register your flocks because if we have a flu breakout, like they're going to want to come and make sure everything's okay. And, you know, people just really can't play around with that. But that thought came in my brain because like, if we go and get more birds, they're going to come from a hatchery. We're looking for like NPIP type situations. Like, you know, not just going and picking up hens just randomly, (laughs) like off the street. Wilma is actually working on her NPIP right now. That is so cool. I mean, we may do it just for hobby. You know what I mean? Not like for, I'm not saying we're going to breed hundreds of chickens, hatch hundreds of chicken chicks, you know, I think more for just a hobby kind of thing. And just have that option on the table if you wanted to, you know, right? which is always nice. Because biosecurity is so important. Yep. So stop taking your birds into the feed store. (laughs) Facts. Absolute facts. Just stop. I just, oh, I cringe when I see that. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, that's the soapbox. I'm willing to stand up and just, that is the hill I'm going to die on. Biosecurity. Me too. I'm right there with you. Keep doing that. Keep doing all the good things. Um, My extension office, I found this out. It's kind of cool. And I, I want to take the class. They teach you how to figure out, like, what type of worms your chickens have or any type of, like, bacteria that they might have in their blood. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. So, I mean... That fear needles, I got to get over it. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, it would just be cool for the experience to be able to learn how to do it. And they have like a whole kit that goes with it. It's for poultry shows, but I still think that's really cool. And it would be just fun just to learn something new. Are they giving you like a, a float, a fecal float um, instruction? And then maybe the testing on how to do that? Like it's a whole like microscope kit thing. And it's like going through like all the different protozoa that you're going to run into. And then like any type of worms. So they're going to teach you how to do the techniques to like figure out like what's going on with your bird. I have to find something similar to that. That's on my, that's also on my list. I love that we kind of are smashing brains here. Yeah. Uh, A little more of education, like hands on. You don't know what you don't know until, you know, you have a certain situation, you know, like giving injections. We can do that, you know different things but like what you mentioned uh more advanced i guess is what i'm trying to say more advanced um experiences and knowledge is definitely something on my list yeah and i mean like the cool thing about that is like i know that like if i called my vet and said hey i had this training and this is what i did and here's what you know i just need this gonna kill this type of worm they'd be more likely to write me a script instead of me having to drag my whole flock in and have them like you know give me a song and dance about something because not all the vets around here treat chickens and the one that does, she's really nice, but she told me to feed my, one of my hens medicated chick feed. And I was like, no, 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 don't do that. What? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, that's not what that's for. And I was like, thank God I had been reading up on that. You know, I was like, no, no, it was really weird. (laughs) I'm going to say we are very blessed to have our avian veterinarian that we have. They are teaching I can come in at any time and they would be teach me all the different things that you kind of discussed or whatever. But yeah, that's. Well, she's Lord. just a vet who sees chickens. Okay. And then, gotcha. and then we have like an actual like Evian specialist, but they're like 45 minutes away. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. I understand. You know, and you got a chicken that's like 
prolapse in there and like you're trying to like stick it in like you don't have time to like right run all over the place so no but i think that's a very good point though i think everyone should look if if you know they have the desire uh for look for more advanced training to provide that care where there is a gap uh for a specialist but taking it upon yourself to uh, seek out those places that do offer advanced training is a great way to be sustainable. And people need to take more advantage of these extension offices. That's why they're there, you know, and every state has one. Yeah, mine's right up the road. Same, same for me. Mine's like less than a mile away. And like same with the people who do, if your chicken dies, you send it for yeah. a, a necropsy. Mm-hmm. They're right up the street from me. Well, so. mine for that's pretty far, but they, my veterinarian would send it over. Absolutely. These are things that you should be looking for, making a list of these things and seeking those out and having prior knowledge to where these people are located and the contact information to get a hold of them. Yeah. Good to be proactive like that. How's Gibbs? Gibbs actually has to have surgery the 13th. So that is, that is our Christmas uh, <laughs> for the whole family is <laughs> to provide this tiny little dog. He is on a diet. He has lost seven pounds. Uh, he was, I think, 12 pounds was the goal. So he's almost there. Uh, COVID did him dirty. So <laughs> he, he got a little chunky. And uh, But, yeah, he's a, he is on medications to help with the pain and uh, the inflammation. But the January 13th will be his surgery. And he will be, um, he will definitely have to have some rehab afterwards. And yeah, so that was our, that's our Christmas. Hey, it's the gift of Gibbs. Yes, Gibbs. <laughs> I told him, I said, I, I asked him if he was really worth this. And he's like, yes, of course I am. <laughs> so there's that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got anything else, sis? Um, I'm not making, I'm not doing mealworms anymore. I'm not growing them. Oh, I was going to ask you about that. How'd that go? Um, they were smelly. <laughs> they're, they're uh, the people that grow them said they don't. And I think they're just immune to it. Um, I think it's just, I mean, like the fact that I just don't like smells in general. <laughs> and maybe it's just what I was starting with. I don't know. But they were gross because they're like creepy crawly all over the place. And A lady on TikTok and she she's really sweet. And she grows them, not for sale, but for her own flock. She's like, they're so easy. You know, uh, you get them, they grow so big and, you know, it's really not a big deal and stuff. And and then I started reading around. I'm like, my she shed is already covered in everything. This is the only place they would go. And I'm not, I'm just not ready to make that commitment yet. <laughs> Could you imagine a pumpkin got in there? <laughs> pumpkin is so bad. She went broody again. No. Yeah. She's laid two eggs well, three eggs so far since she hatched out her baby quail and they are now out in the aviary and not obviously not at the same time, but over a course of after she finally started going back to laying and I took her outside, you know, she goes outside during the day uh, to hang out with the rest of the flock. But anyways, little, little Joe was, uh, little Joe is very interested in her. So I went while she was outside, she can't have unsupervised time because she doesn't listen to the rest of the flock. She runs off and it's very bad. But I had went back to my she shed, 
little Joe decided, you know, he was going to make her his girlfriend. And ever since that, she got up this morning clucking and clucking. I noticed it yesterday, the clucking. And you can tell right away she's coming into being her broody self again. And that is what she is. She is being broody again. But she is not getting any eggs right now. No, no more pumpkin. I've cut off all of them. We have three, currently have three broody hens. And I've cut off all of them. Last year I caved. And I'm not doing it this year. We're not having any more chicks right now. Not till spring. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. That sounds like a good idea because who knows what this winter is going to be like. I know, yeah. I'm not going out there in the maternity ward in a foot of snow. So that's no. That, that's a lot to deal with. Yeah. Uh, Reba hatched out babies last year at this time. Conan and his ladies were hatched out last year at this time. December 30th, they'll be a year old. Oh, so. Conan in his pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's turned out, he's absolutely gorgeous, but he's... Well, he's calmed down some. Young cockerels are just really uh, pains in the hind end when they yeah. are young. I am such an idiot today. No, you're not. You're not. It's been a, it's been a crazy week. I mean, like Christmas, that takes everything out of you. Yeah, it's kind of like sensory overload. You still have to go to work and you know do all the other things and make sure the house is clean. Make sure you know things are scheduled to be cooked. And you know, I'm grateful for all of that. I don't want to sound like um. Not, but it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. And some of us do get sensory overload pretty easily. You're talking to a teacher. I 100% I couldn't. I couldn't. And not because I don't love kids, because I mean, I love, I think kids are great, but, but this, the constant noise. Yeah. Try being a music teacher. It's like all the time. There's no way. I make Jeff crazy. I come home and like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to hear anything. Nothing. I just want silence for like 20 minutes and then I'm fine. But it's like, it's it's like that palate cleanse. That, like, yeah, I can definitely appreciate that. I don't know. I don't know. Menopause just killed me. So yeah, that's coming. <laughs> Menopause just took away any of my patience. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not as patient as I once was. Okay. Well, you got any last minute tips that you would give our listeners? Build the coop bigger. Yeah, that's definitely number one. Build the coop bigger. Chicken math is real. Yes. Yes, it is. I feel like that's like the best advice you can give anybody. That's it. Top two tips of 2021. Woo! All right. Well, we look forward to next year, 2022. We are. Anyone who is listening to this, we really hope great things for you and your flock. And we'll see you next time. Okay. And we'd love to hear what your plans are for next year. So. You can send us a message or you can screenshot this and tag me in it. We would love to hear what your plans are for next year. But until then, bye, Ray. Bye. I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen.